somewhat bitter in that. Well, somewhat bitter in that it's revealed that love is a lie in so many ways that everything we we go (laughs) to the end of the road. Still, I can't let go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. Take it, baby. That's your part. I belong <laughs> to you. Uh, but before we come to the end of the road, I'll make love to you in the fantasy. In the, oh, all the boys Welcome to men. Welcome to our yeah. boys <laughs> to men themed finale. Themed show. I love it. Yeah. Motown um, Philly. I don't know how that's coming into play. Do do da da. Do do da da. What if from now until January, when we all have to deal with the dumpster fire that will be Colton as Bachelor, what if we just did a boys to men jive in? Yeah, just a boys to men podcast every week talking about our favorite boys to men songs. You know, um, one of the underrated boys to men songs. Okay, I've got mine. Okay, yeah. Okay, I've got mine. What's yours? I don't think it's called Under Pressure because that's that Bowie that's Queen. song. Right, Queen and Bowie. But it's, she's got me under pressure. Uh, uh, the feeling she's giving oh me God. under pressure. Uh. Do you have to make that face when you Yes. Say? That's something that the people at home can't enjoy, but you can. Oh, oh, we'll take a photo and we'll tweet it out of the face I'm making. Okay, what's yours? Uh, I don't know if it would count as underappreciated because it was a pretty big hit. Okay. What was it, Motown Philly? Let's now wait till the... Wait, I don't even know how the tune goes. Wait, hang on. Make the biggest mistake of our lives. Don't do it, baby. Ooh. Oh, you know a really good Boys to Men song? What's that? Their duet with Mariah Carey, One Fine Day, One One Sweet Day. Mm. You know I don't one? remember that one. No. Sing a, sing a little bit of it for me. Do you really not know? No, it? I don't remember. If you sing it for me, Where maybe I'll... Cu- the video is them all like coming into the studio, being all cool. <laughs> being all cool, yeah. yeah. When were uh, they not being all about, cool, like, though? It's saying goodbye. And That's kind of a recurring theme. Day. You really don't know it? No. No, I don't remember that one. Hmm. That's one of their big themes, though, is saying goodbye to things. So hard to say goodbye to yesterday. End of the road. End of the road. Yeah, no, this uh, this podcast has some legs. And then I think that we've exhausted everything. Yeah, put it put it on. Oh, now there's going to be a commercial. Hold on, folks. We'll embed some of it in. We'll put some of this in here. No, I'm playing it right now. Okay. You know All what? Right. This podcast is going down. <laughs> this is gonna... now just officially a boys to... If they're going to lie to our faces about Jenna and Jordan... And I'm going to have to be forced to root for the goose... <laughs> Be right. Put in a position that I don't want to be put in. The only people who find love in the end are the goose and crystal. Um, yeah, by the way, gang, I know some of you might be a little confused. Um, it was announced today, Wednesday, September 12th, that Jordan and Jenna have broken up, that Jenna had a boyfriend the Look, whole time. Okay, about. here we go. Oh, How here cool they come. They? Into the studio. Totally like. cool. Oh, look at Mariah. No, it's like. It's Mariah when she was still Mariah. Yeah. She has her curly hair. She looks like she's about to go film Dream Lover. Mm-hmm. 
you. You sounded good. Sorry, I never told you. You know, um, a little known fact about Anna, she was known as the fifth boys to men for a while. <laughs> She's sort of like the Peter Best of the gang. Like, she was in before um, they blew up. And then you had a bit of... He was the Beatle before, like the drummer before Ringo. You've gone away. That guy's name was not Peter Best. Wasn't that Paul? Paul. No, one of them was... That's the one that made it into the Beatles. Original drummer for the Beatles. She's really hitting that high note. She always hits the high notes. Mariah's reliable. You're not hitting that same high note, baby? Well, it's I think hard. This is uh, auto auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> Ti is in the back. A very young Ti is in the back. Are you ready for the auto tune? Here you go. Hit it. And I know you're yes, here it is. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yep. Like so many. All right, I guess yeah. that's good. All right. It's a great song. Though. It is a good song. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh man, what a good time in the in the studio. This also is a very cheap way to make a music video, I have to say. It's, uh, <laughs> it is the Zach Attack approach. approach. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all can't see this at home because it's a podcast. Yeah, this is an but audio I've medium. I've been holding headphones to one ear the whole time. The whole time, yeah. That's why it sounds why, so Why does one do that? Wouldn't to, it be beneficial to... So what you can hear how you sound. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the feedback. Yeah. You listen to the playback. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's, that's what, what it's you like learn when I'm in the from studio. your days in the studio when you're drop. Uh, when I go into drop beats. When I went and recorded a song with the Goose and Richard Marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! How long ago does that seem? A lifetime I mean, ago. The Goose was a villain. Don't we feel so so young and carefree oh. when the that was actually pre Goose villain pre Goose actually that's how long ago it was we didn't even know that he was the Goose. I have to give what him world. props. Like few people brand themselves that well. Like make a nickname catch on. I mean, I already made the Costanza T Bone joke, mm-hmm. but yes, you did. he. This is how it's done. If you're going to assign yourself a nickname and get people to catch on to it, you gotta this, go, is, you gotta go this is how it's done. You've got to ride a giant goose uh, boat around in order to convince <laughs> people that you're the goose. All right, should we okay. get into the show? I guess so, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, so it's we always have trouble with these finales kind of recapping. It's I don't know. I mean, I think we can very quickly go through the regular episode. Yeah. For some terrible reason i guess just because harrison wants to punish the viewer (laughs) he's a sadist yeah Yeah, robbie's here nobody cares about robbie i mean i know him as robert hunter 89 on the social interwebs i want to know where robbie got that white tank top that's like kind of a it was close it was um kind of a halter it was very feminine. I refuse to believe that that was actually a male shirt. Yeah, it's we've referenced this before, but it's like Michael Scott's mysterious mm. jacket. People were grabbing tank tops. Robbie grabbed this one. It was a frenzy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Robbie. I mean, this is like the lamest attempt to try to create drama in the eleventh hour. Like it was even lamer than um, when the twins came because at yeah. least the twins are like. 
hot. They have a there's a novelty to them because they're, they're funny. Well, and the twins Robbie's were like terrible. The twins were like, let's burn this shit down. Like I feel like Robbie is just a boring. Astrid um, kind of nails it when she says. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife, and you can't turn a dick into a husband either. <laughs> Fair enough. You were unfamiliar with the can't turn a hoe into a housewife yeah. phrase. Um, probably better for it. Probably a richer life for never having heard that phrase. I mean, I don't get it. Don't you want a hoe as a housewife? You want a lady in the streets and a freak in the you bed. A... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. So I've been told. Mm-hmm. So I have read. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, Robbie and Jordan get into it. Um, Robbie initially is kind of interested in Jenna. Jenna astutely says that she thinks going on a date with Robbie would take her relationship with Jordan some steps back. It probably would. You know what else would take your relationship with Jordan some steps back? Having a boyfriend at home. Right. Lying to all of America. Right. Lying to our faces. To our faces. Looking me in the face and lying. Yeah, winning me over step by step and then just crushing my heart into a million little pieces. Maybe on her planet, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Here we have morals. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> you know what? Maybe in Obama's presidency that would have been okay, but... We don't lie in Trump's we America. Don't. This is America. This is... No making... falsehoods here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're making it great again, and we don't have room for you and your vision board of lies. (laughs) Glitter and everything. Mm. A glitter just to distract us from the lies. And I hope that you have a child with your boyfriend, and you do name him Tucker, and he does join the math league. (laughs) And has a man bun. Yeah. Yeah, even though man buns, by the time he's old enough to have one, will be really out of style. It'll be cool again. Oh, it'll come all the way back around. Damn it, Tucker! (laughs) (laughs) Always one step ahead. Um, Jenna tells Robbie that Mm -hmm. Jordan might peel his skin off and cook it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, that would have been great. That would have been some drama worth sticking around for. It rubs the lotion on (laughs) the skin. (laughs) Robbie's dead, everyone. Jordan (laughs) ate him. It was a final great Instagram Yuki post. Sent him as sushi. <laughs> uh, oh goodness! I really want to do a Yuki impression. I know. Right now. You're sure that I can't? Uh, yeah. Let's let's ride through the end without being super offensive. Right. Yeah, we we've gone this far. I'm still we've done saying it. I don't get how it's okay to make a bunch of fun of Canadians and then I can't do a Yuki impression, but. It's you know what? That's a double standard on your part. It is a double standard on my part. I'm sticking to it. Alright, um, right, so let's move right on along. Um, Joe and Kendall break up for reasons that I still don't feel great about. Yes, that I still don't understand. Yeah, what is your take on what happened here? I think it was just a bunch of miscommunication. So I don't really get, like, Joe accuses Kendall of always turning things into a joke and not taking things seriously. But in Kendall's defense, I feel like Joe is also talking about getting engaged, but is also kind of joking about it. Like, I wasn't taking Joe seriously when he was saying that stuff. Sure. Um, Kendall says that she feels weird and needs to sleep about it, sleep on it. Um, and then the next day, uh, 
First of all, this pissed me off. Kevin said that Joe was having a tough day, quote, after the way that Kendall treated him yeah. last night. Like, yeah. I don't like this thing where, like, I think it's interesting that one of the couples that after the show is over seems to be fairly strong, Astrid and Kevin, they didn't get engaged. You know, like, I right. feel like it's okay to not be ready to get engaged at the end of it. Right. Well, and that happened a couple of times in this season, I feel like, if my memory serves, is that men were like, oh, this woman was being, uh, like, having complicated feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, or, like, and then it's, it's like mistreating the man somehow. Mm-hmm. Just like I interrupted you there. Mm-hmm. In that same way. Are you done? And then someone else, a male listener, is going to come and say, after the way Ryan, or after the way Anna just mistreated Ryan right there. Yeah, maybe, uh, sure. You want to just talk over me again? No, go ahead. You You, you have the floor. The floor is yours. Oh, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, Kevin claimed that Kendall, quote, had a breakdown when she was like, I feel weird. I need to sleep on this. Yeah, it was a, a strong claim. What? <laughs> I'm saying that's a little bit of an overreaction on yes, Joe's part. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously something happened where Kendall had a sudden strong feelings, uh, conflicting feelings about the situation. Um, but I feel like, I mean, that's part of my t- ultimate take is that this happened really, this relationship happens really fast. There's a lot of pressure on it. I feel like this particular relationship buckled under this pressure. Mm-hmm. They're not probably not either terrific communicators, and mm-hmm. that this situation makes magnifies that problem. I agree with you. Right. Thanks for mansplaining it to me. I'm just offering my take as a man. Yes, is everything a man says is mansplaining? Kind of every single thing. Yeah, yeah. kind of. I'm also man spreading right now all over the place. All right, uh, let's move quickly through this. I'm I'm over this show. Yeah. Over over being mansplained by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always coming in mansplaining everything. <laughs> you yeah. are. You are. Okay. Well, you. Why don't you take something? <laughs> why don't you take the bull by the horns? Tell us. I don't something. want no. Not me. I'm just a little lady podcaster. <laughs> Uh, Diggy and John are still fighting for Olivia at this point in the episode. Diggy brings in a trumpet player. Good move, Diggy. I didn't get the sunflowers. Was no. that a reference to something? It seemed like maybe they had had a previous conversation we didn't see about sunflowers, or maybe that was just... John had that together real quick. John can kiss my ass. I do yeah. not care for him. Well, the trumpet thing was be- was way better. Um... I think, do you think Olivia should have stuck with Diggy? Uh, well, yeah, given that John apparently is trying to slide into Olivia, or Olivia Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. Still, to, at the end of this, the very last episode, I still want to call her Olivia. Yeah, yeah. Does she kind of look like that other Olivia with the Maybe so, maybe. And that's, it's funny because you wanted to call her Olivia even before the actual Olivia arrived. I feel like you've had oh, that association. Black Olivia. I'm thinking about white Olivia. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm just saying yeah. you've always associated her with the name Olivia. Because she looks like that girl to me. Okay. They both have big mouths. Yeah. Anyway, this is Anyways, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yes. So, yeah. So, John, apparently, I mean, 
we're just all over the place here, but apparently after Paradise, when John and Olivia were uh, agreeing to try to make it work, John's... I'm telling you, he's a sleazebag. Yeah. He's trying to slide into Chelsea's DMs. He's FaceTiming with Chelsea. He doesn't have enough time for Olivia. Right. Well, and that's... If you're going to say that long distance doesn't work, that's totally... Under, it is an understandable reason to cut off a relationship, but don't bring in another long distance relationship instead. Well, I feel like, you know what, John? Olivia was the coolest girl that you were ever going to get, and the only way you were going to date someone like that was through Paradise. Right. So way to, like, squander... The chance right. that you have. Well, way to squander your chance with Jubilee and your chance with um, Olivia and certainly your chance the, with Chelsea. I wonder why all the women of color were so drawn to John. Well, I mean, first of all, he um, he had a lot. He, apparently he kissed, what, 47 women yeah. in Paradise? That's the last figure that oh. I heard. So uh, a lot of women were drawn to John. Apparently. I wonder what. Could it be about John that women find so attractive? Because I'll tell you right now, that guy's the opposite of BD. <laughs> that guy is. That guy's uh, got BWE. What is that? Big wallet energy. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that John had going for him the entire season was sort of perpetually being. A little bit unattached, so I yeah. feel like a lot of people came and were like, and "Well, also being John, a nice guy." So people were like, "He deserves to be here." Yeah, no, he doesn't. Yeah, no, this is the problem of the nice guy, right? Is like the person who plays off as the nice guy, but really is not the nice guy. You're not a nice guy. Oh, that's a really great time to bring it full circle and give a shout out to Vinla. Is it Vinla? Vinla, yeah. So, last week I was mentioning the Friends poker scene, and Vinla confirmed what I had been thinking, Mm -hmm. which was that they, in addition to playing the Happy Days game, they play poker. Right, in another episode, there's a poker. And Ross says, when I play poker, (sighs) and then Joey says, yeah, (laughs) when you play poker, and he says, I'm not a nice guy. John's... Not a nice guy. Not a nice guy. Um, I also have to mention that Vinla gave us a very interesting fact, which is that Russia and Armenia, two different places. Not the same place. I so knew, uh, I'm sorry, Vinla. I had to burst your bubble. But <laughs> I, you knew, I knew that. Sure, right. I mean, of we, the Kardashians. Right. We, we referenced the Kardashians, right? That was our um, geography lesson for the day. But Vinla, we just wanted to confirm Russia and Armenia two different places shout out to Vinla shout out to our youngest listener Frank 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 the Tank you know who I love fucking Frank he's the best Frank we would like you to come on this fucking podcast (laughs) and be a fucking guest star yeah Frank is our two year old listener who loves profanity so uh, Frank keep up the good fucking work my friend Um, we love yeah, you, yeah. Really, we just want to give a bunch of listener shoutouts because we care a lot more about our listeners than um, than anybody left on you this got show. More at this point, yeah, Molly. We already gave a shout out to Molly. I want to give a shout out to uh, Babs in Missouri who gave us a great review yes. on iTunes. Keep it coming. Yeah, she wasn't the one who said that your sarcasm was intoxicating, but she did say that we have oh, a good podcast. I met, actually went to lunch with that guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you guys got a little thing going. You're FaceTiming with him, aren't you? We went back to the hotel. Yeah, you accepted the key from uh, Chris Harrison. We chose to forego <laughs> our individual rooms. <laughs> to spend the night together. Uh, yeah, no, just so you know, we've got our classic listeners, MJ, J. Mo Brock. All our uh, favorites. Katie. Katie. Yeah, As Katie's always. always getting a shout out. Uh, Amory. Me. Um, all right. Can we talk about how Kevin orders an eight egg omelet? <laughs> I missed that somehow, but yes, we do need to talk about it. And then Harrison. Oh, all right. So we do have a rose ceremony, actually, before we get to the omelet. Um, <laughs> Shoshana gives her rose to Robbie. Joe and Kendall break up, and in my notes, I just have I don't really get it. No, I don't. They both go home. They both go home. Yeah. Crystal wears a bra to the rose ceremony. (laughs) Straight up, a blue, yeah, like shiny '80s spandex. Yeah, Sue Sue Ellen Miski or whatever that Seinfeld character's name is. Yeah, like Sue Ellen's bra, how offered more coverage. Sure, yeah, than what what Crystal. Well, in Paradise, I mean, as we've seen from the various ass blurrings, you really don't need a lot of coverage in Paradise. I was curious. I would like to get someone from ABC Standards and Practices on the show to give us their exact standards for what <laughs> amount of ass gets blurred. Because someone has to make that decision. Like, okay, that's too much. That's okay. That's somebody's job. <laughs> um, all right. All so right. Olivia gives a rose to John. So Diggy goes home. No, he rides home with the trumpet player. And then. And actually, I think he made out the best of anybody in this entire season to hang out so. with the he trumpet had to fly player. All the way down there, I feel like that sucks. You know who made out the best was fucking John, who didn't ever really. Yeah, I don't know, like I feel like he just got to hang out. Although they, so they were there for five weeks. That is a long time to live in that place. Oh like, yeah, what do, you do all day. Yeah, well, and like. Because Tia was like, my favorite part of the day is waking up early with Colton and doing our workout. <laughs> What like then? And what do you do? Floss. Try to floss all day. And then we eat hot dogs because I'm from Wiener. <laughs> then we sit in the pool. Then we talk about how much we are on the same page. John read a book. He. Uh, but we're not. <laughs> wah wah wah. Uh, okay. Um. All right. Let's get through this. Yeah. Harrison calls the gang to the Rose Palapa. <laughs> the old Palapa. Uh, the Palapa. Uh, he says tomorrow is in fact the last day in paradise, and tonight is the fantasy suites. Time to go home, fuckers. Get a real job. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You <laughs> got to go home and post about sugar bear vitamins. <laughs> we have to sanitize the entire fantasy or the entire uh, resort. All right, so each of the couples is to come together and decide whether or not they would like to stay in the fantasy suites. Mm -hmm. If they do stay in the fantasy suites, then they have a subsequent decision of whether or not they want to propose. Propose the following morning. Neil Lane Diamond. Yeah, Neil Lane was just handing out rings like they're candy down there Mm -hmm. to everybody. Yeah, I imagine that uh, Jen is not keeping that Neil Lane ring. I'm going to say not. Yeah. All right, John and Olivia. Woo! Goodness. John and Olivia decide that they are not ready for the fantasy suites. 
confirming my absolutely accurate idea that John does not have BDE. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John's proposal was to go to the fantasy suite and roll around on the bed in all of his money. I mean, I'm down for that. Sure, More yeah. Actually having sex with John. Yikes. <laughs> knock, knock, ladies. <laughs> Oh, I made some uh, chocolate milkshakes for you guys. Oh, yeah. And when uh, he walks into the women, this is jumping back a little bit. When he walks into, like, the women's area, they're like, look how handsome John looks. Ugh. Makes me throw up in my mouth. Uh, you know what else makes you throw up in your mouth? All of the kissing and uh, making out in the fantasy suites that we have to endure. Uh, I actually thought it was pretty funny. Oh, did, I thought you um, found well, it awkward. Like, well, oh, I did find it totally awkward. And gross. With Crystal um, rubbing a feather all yeah, over. Like I, yes, I found it awkward and hilarious. Okay, okay. I know usually you hate those kinds of smacking noises. So Jordan and Cassandra, or what, New Zealand Jordan and Cassandra break up. Mm-hmm. He basically dumps her. Yeah. Shushana and Robbie split on good terms. They also are not going to the fantasy suites, but he says that if he's ever in Utah, he'll buy her a drink. If he just happens to be there. And she's like, okay, sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will you bring the wine in here? I need yes. to refill to yeah. get through this. All right. Hold on. Hold Hang on, gang. Hold on, gang. Little interlude, little musical interlude for everybody. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm still enjoying One Sweet Day. I'm feeling it. Yeah, I remember that. I'd forgotten about it. You know, I also really liked, (laughs) 11-year-old Ryan really liked their cover of uh, Still of the Night. In the still of the night. Do you remember that? Kind of. When boys to men. you're singing it. Well, mine is accurate. Of the night. That's it. Yeah. I held you. Held you tight. I'll just sing that while you talk about the fantasy sweet dates. Well, and it's a dirty song. It's about love making. I don't want my son listening to these sexy songs. I'm going to have to give it to your father. He's going to smash it with a rock. Yeah, have we already mentioned that on the show? Uh, I know we've talked about this on another podcast that I have extensively um about how my no no the uh, one i do with nathaniel Um, oh you're nathaniel podcast well i'm just saying um, i'm just kidding i love you nathaniel (laughs) we love you more molly um but uh yeah my father when we were young on a camping trip we found my family found Uh, a fair you weren't young how old were you like 14 no like nine because it was way, or maybe it was red hot chili. It was, peppers. It was red hot chili peppers, blood, sex, sugar, magic. So Google when that came out. Because my dad, okay, my we found a tape of blood, sex, sugar, magic, the red hot chili peppers album, and my but it was a cassette, so it must have been a while ago. Um, and my dad was concerned um, for our immortal souls mm-hmm. because the word sex was in it. Um, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. 
Oh, goodness. All right. So, um, yeah, um, I wrote in my notes that Annalise and Camille are the least convincing bachelor couple ever. Um, when she's like, this is my storybook I just feel romance. Like Annalise was way too desperate before Camille. And so, I'm sorry, I cannot buy. She's just too desperate. Yeah. I feel like Harrison could have brought in, like, a mop with a bucket on mm-hmm. its head. And she would have been like, this is my dream, this man. This is my guy. <laughs> this is just, this is the romance I've been waiting for. I had, I had to go through a lot to get here. Eloise agrees. Yes, you can hear you her. Yeah, I'm surprised that she didn't have a relationship with, like, one of those giant stuffed dogs that was thrown into the I seat. feel like that might have been perfect for her. Might have been great, Just, like, yeah. grind up on it a little bit, <laughs> talk about babies. It's not going to make any Polish sausage jokes, I can tell you that. Um, alright, they eat, po- Annalise and Camille eat Polish sausage, um... She says that she knows that she's a couple of heads, a step ahead of Camille. A couple of... Well, a couple of steps ahead of Camille. A couple of steps ahead of Camille. That's quite the tongue twister. <laughs> she, she sells shells. <laughs> the human torch applied for a bank loan. That's what that? that's what Ron Burgundy says to like warm his mouth up. Is it supposed to be a, a tongue It's picture? just a thing to say to get your mouth ready to give a the news. The human torch applied for a bank loan. <laughs> the human torch is denied a bank loan. Uh, she says she doesn't want to scare him away. Camille tells her that uh, he's falling in love with her. Jenna says that she feels like God sent Jordan to her. <laughs> that's what I like to imagine God doing. Right. Like genocide yeah um, having my dad smash that tape <laughs> yeah well like all of these big problems sure right no i'm not really gonna mess with this but hey who's this crazy blonde chick yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna send this also crazy blonde dude mm-hmm. so that they get together that's what god's up to that hurricane florence that can deal with itself Hashtag, i gotta deal with this romance right now <laughs> That's the God that I believe in. Yeah. My God is a petty fuck. <laughs> Who mostly cares about what happens on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a God that I, you know, that's a God I can get behind. You know what I appreciate about the Bible? No Bachelor spoilers. <laughs> you know who had BDE in the Bible? <laughs> who? Say it at the same, all right, I'm going to say one, you think about it, I'm going to think of mine. Okay, I got mine. Do you have yours? Yeah. One, two, three. Moses. Noah. <laughs> oh, no way. Noah did have B- have BDE because if you'll recall, uh, after the Ark, he, he had a lies. Giant ne- boat. He, well, nothing says BDE like a no, big ass boat. Nothing says tiny penis like the world's biggest boat. I mean, if a guy who's driving uh, a big speedboat around actually, that's a good point. It, ha, you know, is making up for something. What is Noah compensating for? Well, what is Moses doing? Just walking around with tablets? Yeah, walking around with giant no. ass tablets. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. I think we're both wrong. Okay. The answer is out there. Yeah. If our more religious listeners <laughs> 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 Yeah, our religious listeners are really into this uh, conversation. I mean, I feel like it's a cliche, but I bet Jesus had BDE. Well, he's got BDE Mary for Magdalene, sure. She's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. No, I like that. Well, I was going to say about Noah, he um, 
lay naked and drunk before his family at the end of after the arc that's what happens he gets in some trouble because he gets drunk and passes out nude and is seen nude by his family and that yeah no after once they get back i mean what what yeah what else are you gonna do after being on that arc though but get total yeah to get totally shit-faced i mean that's what you would definitely do when he's Drunken. No, I think, if I recall, you know, the Ark lands and finds dry ground. Eventually, after 40 days and 40 nights, Noah is like, I gotta get, I gotta get off this boat. These kids are driving me crazy. (laughs) These elephants are too loud. Um, So he goes, (laughs) (laughs) should have left him back with the dinosaurs. Um, So he goes to dry land. Suddenly your mom. Um, he goes to dry land, but gets he, drunk. Does he pull a dick move and he's like, "Hey, who's his, who's Noah's wife?" Oh, I don't recall her. But does name. he make sure, does he make her stay on the boat? Uh, I don't. He's like, hey, probably. I'm, I'm gonna check out this. Yeah, land. I'm gonna check out this cool bar <laughs> over here. Yeah, you stay on the boat. I need some guy time. Yeah, I need some me time. So then he goes and gets drunk. Gets drunk and lays naked. And now I'm gonna have to Google all this. Well, uh, well, we've gone this far. Well, what's the question? What are you having to Google? Oh, the whole Sounds thing. Like you've got a pretty good. Yeah, yeah. His okay. So he lay naked don't inside see why that his tent. Says BDE. Well, I'm just saying we have some, you know, confirmed sightings of what's going on uh, <laughs> downstairs with Noah, down in the lower decks of the ark. Oh, that's in the Bible too. Yep. What Noah's dick size? <laughs> is in the Bible. I'm just saying, there's biblical characters that know what it is. Um, yeah. So where were we, anyways? Um, God caring about the Bachelor, yeah. Jenna and Jordan. Like maybe Peter, right? Peter maybe. Maybe Peter. No, Peter. Um, totally. Uh, chickens out and won't uh, own up to knowing well, then Jesus. Who is it, Ryan? I'm who thinking. Is it? I'm thinking it over. Is it Some David? of the Old is Testament prophets. A Goliath. <laughs> Goliath for no, sure. This is just what you've done. This actually, whole David. David season, has BDE. Which is just perfect. Is that you're confusing BD, which is what Goliath had. <laughs> With BDE. Fun fact, actually, Goliath had a micro penis. <laughs> That's why David was able to... <laughs> to just feed him so easily. Oh, you know who could play um, Samson in like a biblical cosplay? Jason Mama? No. Ma- What's his, How do you Jason say his last name? Ma- What's his last Jason name? Momoa? Momoa. What's his Momoa? Why okay. Is, it's not hard. No, Leo. Sam sure. Fuck. Yeah. 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 No, he um, he could if he weren't a total asshole. Well, but that um, kind of that fits. fits right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Anyway, welcome okay. to our biblical. This is talking Bible with Ryan. <laughs> I was going to say, what would the name of it be if we did have a biblical podcast? Bible thumpers. How about that? That's a pretty good name. Yeah. I bet there's a podcast already called that. Actually, I bet that it's not like this one though. Yeah, probably it's different. <laughs> different um okay let's see i don't, I don't know. know i don't know either we'll, yeah. think, we're we'll come think up with the name it. wait for it to drop yeah uh boy anyway. oh boy where were we all right okay uh, jenna oh it's because jenna said that she feels like god sent jordan uh-huh. to her they yeah. say i love you um jordan says 
I get the whole Jenna tonight. Oh, boy. I probably <laughs> won't sleep tonight. Oh, Jordan. All right. Crystal and the Goose are engaging in some real Fifty Shades shit. Oh, yeah. Getting blindfolded. Yeah. Feathers, uh a subtle metaphor on the part of the Bachelor producers when they see fireworks going on. Really subtle. Yeah, then a train going into a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. They just show that um, peach pit scene from uh, <laughs> Call Me By Your that's Name. Because that's more appropriate. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, Call, call Me By, me your, by name. your Name. And yeah. then somebody pops in and is like, get your mouth out, get, your, get my name out of your mouth. <laughs> Fun fact, that was an alternate title for that movie. Oh, yeah. Why I like is that. my name in your mouth? <laughs> Colon, call me by your name. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. uh, let's kind of wrap this up, I yeah. think. All so, right. Annalise and Camille wake up happy. Yeah, that's the last time. Annalise, no, it's not. I that mean, she wakes up happy. Well, I guess no, not. No, it's not. They head off into the sunset together. Right. Uh, and I have in my notes that Annalise still seems fucking desperate. Yes. Camille sounds like he's reading off of cue cards. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which could also be the language barrier. Or Harrison could have been standing behind him with cue cards. Yeah. That's entirely It was possible. actually Chris Harrison wearing Camille's skin. <laughs> Jordan peeled Camille's skin off and Harrison was wearing it. He says, I need to move at a pace that is long term for us. Am I allowed to do a Polish accent? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, um, literally just Yuki. I can just not do No, Yuki. I think minority accents are probably, we should probably keep off the table. In general. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So and since gonna... Camille is... So, po- I mean, Polish is now, I mean, a hundred years ago... Kevin and Camille are just a couple of white dudes. Yeah, that's fine. They can, yeah. Fair game. Fair game. Well, um, I was going to say... That's called uh, white discrimination. It's just so much harder to be white now (laughs) than, uh, yeah. Who's going to stand up for the white man? Who's going to stand up for Camille? Yeah, nobody. Well, I was going to say, a hundred years ago, if you had a Mm -hmm. podcast, you probably couldn't do a Polish accent because the Polish were a much more uh, discriminated against minority at that point. Now they're just everywhere. They're all over the place. Yeah, Making sausages. Making sausage jokes. Um, yeah, they leave together. We will check in on how that... Boy, will we. Yeah, <laughs> how that goes. <laughs> All right, Jordan and Jenna, um, get engaged. Well, I have in my notes a heart. I know. I was it's actually, so sweet. Like, I was rooting for them. Yeah. I have, like, a Tyra Banks, like, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. So I guess... June 9th, we can go ahead and cancel those wedding plans. I was so that's my birthday. I was so excited that we would have something to do on my birthday. birthday It's June 6th. It is not. And you're turning 40, so get ready for a real blowout. (laughs) On my 39th birthday, yeah. Ryan has been lying about his age since we got together 10 years ago. Trying to appear younger. Trying to hold on to my last shred of youth at this point. I just don't think that you know how old you are. No, I'm well aware of how old I am. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, the goose is uh, wearing a robe. The goose has doubts. He's worried about committing to Crystal before she meets his family. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. That's, you know. Well, and he FaceTimes his mom. And after, then he's, uh, yeah. Can we talk about the, the genes that the goose proposes We must. In? 
We uh, must. I have a. I'm I'm feeling a lot of feelings about those. Okay, shows. tell me some of the feelings that you're feeling. Rage, outrage, okay, okay. Uh, fury. <laughs> I do not like those jeans. Okay, I don't understand them. Why they I exist? I do not like them on the beach. <laughs> I do not like them on a peach. <laughs> In a peach. In a peach. Uh, I do not like the jeans on goose. <laughs> I wish I do they not were like them tight or loose. There are, there was. Yeah, I was that's going the same I, direction, but that was better. Poetry. Yeah, that's there. It is, folks. There it is. That's got a to free, witness a little bit of magic. That's a free poetry lesson right there. Yep. Okay. Uh, um, you know why I really don't like them? Why? This is a reality TV show, and as I texted to our listener Katie, shout out Katie again. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. yet again. Yeah. Um. Reality TV has room for one rakishly handsome gentleman in tight white jeans. Who is that? And that is Thomas Ravenel. Oh, he wears tight white jeans. Oh my God, does he? And I'm, I'm, it's going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't like Thomas Ravenel. For the record, I think he's terrible. I'm pretty sure he's a sexual assaulter. Okay. He for sure goose lighted Catherine. Okay. Yeah. The man looks good in some and, white jeans that he goes and plays rich motherfucking polo yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, you can look good in white jeans and be a horrible monster. That's Thomas Rabbit. But most people become a horrible monster simply by wearing white jeans. I want to tell you, That's too, the Thomas Ravenel goes classic. It uh-huh. is a clean cut. They're snug so that you can see a little bit of moose knuckle, but... a little, Just a little bit of game a, of peekaboo. Just, <laughs> Just, a just not just full a Noah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what actually. That's what happened. Was Noah wore white jeans and passed out <laughs> drunk in front of his children? I feel like the goose is trying too hard to be a Backstreet Boy, or like yeah. a, not even well, not he, even Backstreet Boy. New Kid on the Block. He already has a little he bit of that has look. A very New Kid. He yeah. looks like. Um, which Duke on the block does he look like? The one that looks a little bit... He's got kind of simian-type features. He looks a little bit like a monkey. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Danny. Danny, yes. Yes. Dan- Don- no, Donnie was the... There was the Wahlberg. Danny. Danny, yeah. I know Chris who you're talking about. Has a like little bit Danny. of that look. Danny would wear those jeans. I'm just saying, I'm not. Yeah, fan. yeah. When I saw them, mm-hmm. and Frank had the same reaction, we both said, "Fuck." Yeah. Yeah, that's what Frank said when he saw Two them. Two-year-old Frank. Two-year-old Frank saw those Motherfucking jeans. Motherfucking jeans. <laughs> and said, "What the fuck, uh, Frank?" All right. Okay. Um, all right, but he does propose in those jeans. Says yes. Somehow it's possible in those jeans to get down on one knee. Is it? And he does it. <laughs> In those white jeans. <laughs> oh, this whole show is just a parody of of itself. Oh, yes. All, All right. right. You want to get after to the rose? Yeah. After the shit show. So John and Olivia, as we've already mentioned, have broken up because John's a dick. <laughs> he was facetiming Chelsea. And according to the edit that we get. Olivia confronts John about it, and John says literally nothing. Is silent. I believe that. Yeah. Um, My money speaks for me. 
He just threw a cloud of dollar bills in the air, and when it landed, he was gone. I feel like John probably isn't even that rich. Yeah, that could be. I mean, a lot of those guys, um, you know, don't get a ton of money. Like, you have that weird software thing that yeah you're... but that hasn't made any money but i can spin it and pretend like yeah like you could yeah you could oh i'm part of a software way. startup exactly but the one that um john has doing we've heard of you use it to uh send money back and forth to katie the same 20 dollars back and forth to katie over and over again pizza <laughs> <laughs> and pizza for you yeah. Adam. <laughs> um, uh, all right eric i'm gonna make a bold statement okay Shut the fuck up about moving with the cheese. No, it's no. I think to make we're done with the cheese. Happen. Well, he it's made it happen, happen, and it's done. I think. Like it's like, I mean, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm yeah. over Eric. Yeah. Well, what I don't understand about Eric is why he acts like Angela leaving was this big like torment to him, as though he wasn't the one who sent her home. Well, and I also like that he basically tries to play some bullshit about, like, I don't know where you stood. I thought I was being friend-zoned. And Angela's like, we made out. You called me your lady. Right. We said we weren't going to date anybody else. Yeah, like, you didn't yeah. question me. He, I just feel like Eric's a liar. She, um... I do. So one of the things that I like about Paradise, which we have already talked mm-hmm. about a little bit, is, like, I do feel like sometimes... Um, after the regular season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, you're like, man, I can't believe Rachel didn't choose Eric. Or mm-hmm. I can't believe Rachel right. didn't choose Dean. And then they go on this show and you're like, Ooh, oh, I see. Actually, yeah. good choice, Good Rachel. call. Like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, especially I really liked Eric after Rachel's I season. I, I was supportive of him being The Bachelor. Um, that would have been a shit show. Well, it would just would have been cheese jokes over and over. I mean, it would have made Becca's let's do the damn thing look uh, moderate by comparison. Let's, like, how many times? Let's she... do the damn thing. Oh. <sighs> um, yeah, which was too bad. Again, I, I always hate to see... It's weird because, you know, you, you start Paradise feeling one way about these people. Like, I really liked Eric. I really liked Leo. I, I didn't know. like Jordan. I still you know. like Eric. I mean... Sure. And again, I mean, so this is a complicated situation, and some people just aren't built for it. All right, Colton and Tia, I never want to see you again. Yeah, well, we're going to see Colton again. I actually, I have an offer. I don't know. I might not be able to do Colton as The Bachelor. I have an offer, actually, to our listeners. Okay. Okay, to our female listeners. Is this going to be a, like a... Seduce and uh, Tanya Harding. Oh, that could be. Um, I'm not going to threaten violence against him. My my proposal is seduce Colton, make him fall in, lo- in love with you, mm-hmm. so that he's ineligible to be on The Bachelor. Hmm. So basically, take one for the team for Bachelor Nation. Somebody out there. I mean, we've got. I guess not six months because they're going to film this thing sooner. But we've got three months. You think feasibly for someone to track Colton down seduce him get him to fall in love with them and take him out of the game hmm. it's gonna take the work of a sea witch <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that on this sh- on what wasn't that a date on this show when they wore like seashells yeah the seashells yeah what was that that was eric and angela no when they went to that yes. that hotel room yeah 
I think that we need what we need in here is a little bit of witchcraft. Uh, if only we knew a witch. Shana. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, do yeah? Do I really want to live in a world where Colton is the bachelor? No, I mean, but we've made a lot of compromises. I'm gonna move to Canada so that I can <laughs> not so that we can watch Bachelor so that Canada. I don't have to live in Trump's America, but so that I can be privy to Bachelor America. Which I don't want to. You know, turns out such jewels as Kevin. <laughs> I don't want to live in Colton's America. I don't. Yeah, that's, that's my real problem. Hashtag not my bachelor. <laughs> and it takes a lot for me to say that. I didn't say it about Ari. I didn't say it about Nick Vial. Yeah. Um, Colton, no, it's going to be... I don't like him. It's going to... I don't like you. It's going to be unfun, folks. Um, yeah. It's going to be the stupidest season. Yeah, and that's saying something. That's a strong claim. I don't feel like Colton ever made a joke. Does he ever joke? I don't believe so. I don't think he... Does he, he know how to make a joke? He's a robot that's learning how to love. <laughs> that actually would be a great premise, right? The Bachelor is a robot. <laughs> Can you get him to fall in love with you? Oh, oh man. Anyway, um, I don't know. Okay. Maybe the whole world will just implode. <laughs> all we can hope for right that's i've got my fingers crossed that nuclear, maybe the world if the nuclear ends nuclear holocaust happens that silver lining mm-hmm. we don't have we to don't have, have to watch this yeah all right kendall and joe uh are shocking together. together so all they needed to do was get out of paradise kendall had to pull a grand romantic gesture yeah. she goes to chicago uh, the cameras are there. Sure. It's total. Joe does not Joe's seem like, that pleased so about it. What are you doing in He's Chicago? Like literally leaning back from her and the cameras. Um, yeah, he does not. He looks very uncomfortable. Was it your impression that she was in Joe's apartment? I couldn't tell. Because they were on a white feather couch. Yeah. And I really want to think that Joe has that. That that's couch. what he has. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I have no idea where they were. I, I did not get that impression. I got the impression that they were they met in neutral territory somewhere. So Joe is doing. So Joe uh, first is like, I don't know, I don't know if I can get there again. You you broke my heart, and uh, but then he's like, Yeah, I like you. Yeah. She's I my like, girlfriend. I like waking up next to you. That happens. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, we're living in Chicago. <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> Ditka. I, t- I took Kendall on a dock tour. <laughs> what is this called? We went to the Navy Pier. That's no, that not, was just my mom. Yeah, that's not You Ch- do it. That's not Chicago. Chicago. Hey, Kendall. You want to go ride in that Ferris wheel? <laughs> you want to watch me do Dancing with the Stars? Um, and yeah. she does. I get the impression that he... I mean, a lot of people say they can't dance. I get the impression that he cannot dance. I think we should watch it because I, I do not believe that he's going to be on that show for very no, long. No, yeah. I, I do not think he's going to make it that long. How, what are the odds that he does some kind of grocery-themed number? Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what song would it be to? That, like, uh, mashed potato <laughs> song? <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me gravy tonight. <laughs> Um, yeah, what other 
grocery store song. There aren't a lot of. It's kind of an untapped vein in pop music. (laughs) (laughs) Bring on the carrots. Or um, milkshake. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's good. That's good. La, 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 la. Joe is dancing. All right, Emily's and Camille have a... Jesus, this yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, just the world ignites. Yeah, so... so <clears throat> oh, go ahead. Go ahead, you got it, you yeah, got it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, Annalise gets on there and looks like an idiot because she is like, says they're in a good spot, says that long distance has been hard, but Camille is worth it. Uh, I noted to you that Chris Harrison says... <laughs> In public for the first time, Camille. <laughs> Where is he even living? Like under a rock? <laughs> oh. <clears throat> um, Camille breaks up with Emily. <coughs> yes, he the does. Show. You good? You <clears throat> no, okay? I got you a, sure? little <clears throat> a little something in my throat. Yeah, throat? I just can't make it through this uh, segment about Camille. The crowd is stunned. <clears throat> and the crowd is turns on Camille quickly. And then Annalise is like, I tried to break up with you two weeks ago, and you wouldn't have it. So basically, Annalise tried to break up with Camille, and Camille was like, no, I love you, because he wanted to do the one, he wanted to be the one who got to do the breakup. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. So Camille breaks up with her, and she's like, this is fucked up, and Harrison's like, what do you want? Annalise is like, I want to get off this stage. And Harrison seems to be like... He seems to do the gentlemanly thing is like, you can go. go. And then the cameras, the cameras fucking follow her. her. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that's classy, Harrison. Like, actually let her oh, have her please. moment. And then, of course, it doesn't last. Harrison I mean, they follow her. is never classy. Um, yeah, so they, she comes back out and Tia's like, yes, bitch, yes. Well, that's because yeah. Annalise is like, I tried to break up with you two weeks ago. And Tia says, yes, bitch, yes. But... I mean, I like, obviously, I mean, everyone would agree with this. Of all of the Paradise couples, Annalise and Camille were clearly the least likely to make it. Sure, yeah. Well, I think even Annalise was mostly like, why are you doing this like On this? On TV. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And Camille did that thing where he was like, I don't want to do it this way. Yeah. Well, then why are you doing it this yeah. way? Yeah, I hate, he's like, I wish I wasn't doing it like this. Well, there were options. There was a, yeah, there was a different option. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, Camille leaves, and then Harrison says, "You guys come take care of your girl." Oh my god! Ugh. Ugh. Double ugh. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to talk about Jordan and Jenna. No, me neither. They're happy and making a vision board. Jenna's making jokes about probing Jordan every night. She says that Jordan is unique and wonderful and funny and brilliant and terrible all in one, <laughs> which is a very accurate description. Yeah, of them. that is actually a really good description. Apparently all of America has been duped because they have broken up. Yeah. Jenna had a boyfriend this whole time. I don't know what to say, y'all. Uh, it's you know it's almost makes me feel like none of this is real almost and that makes we can't lose faith in the fact that this could work in this whole process yeah luckily if, we still have the goose yeah crystal. the goose is our last hope and uh, what a hope it is crystal comes out wearing a feathery dress says this is my goosey both of their moms are there yep Not, seeming to be fast yeah, friends they're best friends now this is my best friend karen 
We get margaritas together sometimes on Thursdays. It's crazy. We can't wait to have a whole litter of gooselings. <laughs> we see Chris go to meet Crystal's dogs. Crystal makes her dog dance, do some kind of dance. Wayne and, uh, and Chucky. And then she has a ring bearer pillow for ring the dogs. Ring bear. Ring bear. <laughs> Was a joke. Oh, okay. I th- I thought was I was that saying how it I wrong. Met your mother sure. Reference. Ring bearer. Ring bear. <laughs> um, yes, and this is what paradise is all about. You were villains on your seasons. You came in for redemption. Look where you are now, says Harrison. Um, That's it. That's the season. I have another comment. I I know you oh. agree with this. Bloopers were weak. Bloopers were this time very weak. I feel like you wait for weeks for the bloopers. That's all I live for. Yeah, that you live for. And then it, they were so... It was John not able to fasten his seatbelt. That was the blooper. Um, all right. Well, gang, we like you a whole lot better than we like anybody on this show at this point. It's been such a journey. Yeah. From Ari to Becca to Paradise. To all these fucks. Now to Colton. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, we'll be back in. Uh, we will be back in January. Can we commit to that? I don't know. We could at I... least try. You know, maybe we could shake the format up. If the show is horrible, we could and just do boys to men and Bible talk. One way or another, we'll be back in January to talk about the Bible. We'll recap the Bible book by book if we mm-hmm. must. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> that Deuteronomy episode is going to be nuts. Okay. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, gang, we appreciate you. Uh, give us a review and uh, email us. We got our email in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you keep us going, friends. Mm-hmm. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good time. is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.